Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, if you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you are in the United States or anywhere where you are observing U.S. Thanksgiving, I hope that you had a really great holiday. We hosted, and every time we host, I'm like, I don't, let's not host next year. (laughs) And it comes around again, and, you know, it would be also a lot to pack up high chairs and figure out naps someplace else. So, you know, it is what it is. Also, before we get into today's episode and a giveaway, today, 1125, is my husband's birthday. So happy birthday, Chris. He doesn't listen to the show. Honestly, he's maybe listened to one episode. Maybe. Which is so funny. Isn't that such a difference between, I mean, I'm going to call it a difference between men and women, but it's probably not gender specific and more personality specific. But I feel like if I if when he and I started dating, if he had a podcast, I would have just listened to everything because I feel like I would have not only been curious, but it would have been such a great way to get to know him. And that probably seems foreign to him. Like why? He, He can't even comprehend it. So he doesn't listen. But happy birthday to Chris. Anyway, random few things I thought that I would share in case you didn't know these things about my husband, and most of you probably didn't. Um, He has a 14-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. I know I've mentioned that before. Um, So that is a a fun and different thing. The conversations we have about his daughter are so different from the conversations we have about our one-year-old daughters. We are just in very, very different seasons of life with um, the kids that we share together and also his his daughter from a previous relationship. So yeah, he has a 14-year-old daughter. Uh, he also was in the Air Force. He actually joined the Air Force when he was just 17 years old. And then two months later was 9-11. So he ended up in the Middle East when he was just 18 years old. And I think that that experience has shaped him tremendously and explains a lot about... Um, just who he is and his personality. And the last thing I'll say about my husband on this, his birthday, I sometimes refer to myself as a hobby widow (laughs) and know that I hope that that doesn't like take lightly being an actual widow. My mom is a widow. My dad died when I was in high school or no college. Um, So just 
not trying to poke fun at that at all, but a hobby widow, like his his hobbies have taken him away. He has very time consuming hobbies. Like, I don't really think I have hobbies, but if you can call growing sprouts or sourdough starter a hobby, my hobbies take like two minutes a day. His hobbies are golfing, full day, playing rugby, full weekends, hunting, full days, and pulling lobster traps, which is not anywhere near as fast as my hobbies. He has very, very time-consuming hobbies. Anyway, in honor of my husband, we are going to give away Relief Plus today. That is the only supplement that he takes religiously. I do encourage him to take other things, but that is the one that he doesn't miss. It's an all-natural anti-inflammatory. He takes it because it helps him with aches and pains and elbow discomfort that he has sometimes. I take it because it's a longevity thing, right? It's a long-term health thing. It's a reduction of chronic disease risk thing. But he takes it for the aches and pains, and he doubles up if he has a headache or something like that. So it's all natural. It's my top supplement, and it's the only one that I can get him to take regularly. He doesn't usually go without it. So I'm going to announce the winner of that at the end of today's show. So don't miss it. Today, I want to share with you a few key ways that I've changed. And I was thinking about this the other day. I was walking on the treadmill and my mind wandered to what are the biggest differences about who I am, how I operate, how I think primarily now compared to when I was in debt and living paycheck to paycheck, when I was over 350 pounds and binging very regularly and eating healthy was the exception and not the rule because I feel like I just made all of these plans and never stuck to any of them. And then contrast that with now where I feel like I am very consistent. I'm very disciplined. I financially am in a totally different world than I was then. Um, and I just take my health so much more seriously. I just have baseline ingrained habits that are totally separate from weight and any pursuit of weight loss, just things that I do regularly to take care of myself. What changed? You know, it's it's so interesting to me when I see people who create massive shifts in their lives, especially massive shifts in many areas of their lives how are you different? What did you have to change to make those kinds of leaps? And so while I did my little treadmill walk, I just wrote down a few things that really reflect what is different about me compared to how I thought then. The first one that I want to share with you, I used to be super obsessed with plans and programs. And I wanted to read every diet book out there. I wanted everybody's opinion. I would consume every success story just rotating between different diets, keto, paleo, fasting, counting calories, counting macros, carb cycling, everything, this type of exercise, that type of exercise, this specific program, that specific program. I focused on the mechanics and the the behaviors, that was my pure focus. And what's different now is that I know the fastest way to change my behavior is to change my mind. 
So that means looking at things like, why am I talking myself out of this commitment I made? Right? Like, why am I going down this path? What kind of arguments or justifications am I using to break my word to myself? And are they the truth? Are they the full truth? Why am I telling myself that I just don't care what's going on? Because I do care. So what is this really about? Why am I trying to talk myself into a binge? Slow down, right? Come back from the edge. What do I really want? What do I really need? What am I feeling? What's, what's up? Why do I feel so stressed or so rushed or so frantic? Can I slow down a little bit? Can I, in this moment, practice being more rational or more logical? What's going on? I can't tell you how many times I say to myself, what's going on? It doesn't mean that I don't disappoint myself or let myself down or not rise to the standard that I've set for myself. I do. But in those moments, I'm not chasing another behavior modification plan or approach. I I want to get to the root of it. And I talked about that on a, oh, I don't think it's aired yet. It's one of the Consistency 365 series episodes, but I was talking about how in Chasing Cupcakes, I wrote about the difference between the smoke and the fire, right? And for so long, I was just chasing the smoke, chasing the smoke and the food and the overeating and the binging and the inconsistency was the smoke, but it wasn't the fire. It was just what I could see and it was what was obvious. But if you're always going after the smoke, there's always more smoke because you haven't put out the fire. So one huge shift that in is that instead of chasing strategy and this plan and that plan, I know that the most effective way to change what I am doing is to change my mind. And this isn't just around food or exercise. This is around work. If I find that I keep putting something off or I'm procrastinating or I feel like I'm putting out things that aren't my best, I'm not going to then try and hack it or I need a different morning routine or this and that. I know that the most effective way to change is to look at how I can upgrade my thinking. So what is the story that I'm telling myself to keep saying I can do it later, right? Well, how am I justifying that or rationalizing that? And is that the truth? And is it the whole truth? What's really going on here? Or if I feel like I'm I'm rushing in my work, why? What story am I telling myself that makes me feel like I need to rush and and what other ways are there to think about it? No doubt about it. One of the biggest differences about me is my understanding that changing the way I think is the key to everything. If I want to make my marriage better, I'm not thinking first of like date night. I'm thinking first of how do I need to think about these things differently? How do I need to think about arguments differently? How do I need to think about differences differently? How do I need to think about connection differently? Because the most effective way to change your behavior is to change your mind. Another really big thing that I would say is different about me now compared to the 350 plus pound version of myself, the in debt version of myself, the too scared to leave her job version of myself. With food, I used to think 
if I was going to have pizza or go out to dinner or have a drink or have a cookie, I'll get back on track tomorrow, right? Since I've had the cookie, I might as well get it out of my system. This will be a pause. This will be a reset. And tomorrow I'll be back at it. I definitely, definitely do not think in that way anymore. Now, if I'm going to have the pizza or the cookie or the drink, I'm going, how do I make this indulgent choice healthier? Right? How, how do I how do I have this and also get a vote in for my health, get a vote in for energy, get a vote in for blood sugar balance? It's not either or, right? How do I have this cookie and also make sure my blood sugar stays steady? How do I have this cookie and also have this day be on the whole a win for my health, for my goals, for my values, for the kind of person I want to be? How do I have the pizza for dinner and also hold true to what I believe is best for my body? Right. If there was a camera in my home, you would see that this is actually this is super annoying. Uh, Last Friday night, my husband said, hey, why don't we order out? He was working in the yard and I was with the kids and I was like, hey, can you come in so I can cook dinner? And he was like, no, actually, I need to finish because he had rented an excavator. He said, let's just order out. And I was like, oh, forget it. I'll just I'll start dinner while you're still doing that. Sometimes it can just be hard because the girls want to climb on me and I'm opening and closing the oven and it just gets slow bonkers. Anyway, I said, I already have fish thawing, so I'll do it. We'll we'll order out tomorrow night. So tomorrow night comes. It's Saturday night and we have a seafood restaurant that we really love. And I'm like, perfect. There's a salad there that I love with salmon. I got my husband some sushi. I got my kids uh, a fish dish. Well, I go get the food. I come back. I'm unpacking it all on the counter. The kids are in their high chairs. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. After a 15 minute drive there and a 15 minute drive back, like the kids meal wasn't there. And they're in their high chairs. They're hungry. It was already a little bit after the time we normally eat. And I was like, what? So he's like, well, just go back and get it. And I'm like, well, let me check my phone first. So I look at the receipt and I'm like, I didn't order their meal. So they ended up eating my salad and salmon, the three kids. And my husband said, just have my sushi, split my sushi. And in that moment, I was like, how do I make this sushi? Not unhealthy, but certainly not as much protein as I would want, more impact on my blood sugar than I would want. How do I make this more nourishing. It's not, oh, I didn't have plan to have sushi. I can't, blah, blah, blah. No, I, I just whipped up a protein smoothie, drank that first, and had a few pieces of sushi. The end. And then whatever of my uh, salmon the kids didn't eat, I had that left over at the end. But if you had a camera inside my house and you were watching, you, you would see that that would be the case if, if friends brought over pizza I'm probably going to have a protein smoothie first or I'm going to grab leftover steak out of the fridge and have that first. I always am looking for I'm not in any way beating myself up for the margarita or the pizza or the cookie or whatever it is. But I'm saying to myself, it's this and my goals. It's this and health. This doesn't mean that it's now an unhealthy or an unbalanced day. How do I, with this choice, still make the day a win on the whole?
And that's not about over restriction. It's not about anything crazy. It's just how do I round it out? This is a piece of a bigger picture, which is such a huge contrast from the way I used to think about it, which is, oh my gosh, I shouldn't do this. This is so bad. This wasn't, you know, this isn't aligned with my goals. I Well, now since I've done it, I might as well go whole hog and get it out of my system and start fresh tomorrow. Like I just am so grateful that I've shift, I've shifted that way of thinking in such a significant way. I don't think that indulging is bad. I want it to fit within what works for me in terms of quantity and frequency. And when I do indulge, I'm just cognizant of rounding out the experience so that it's a net positive, right? Another big shift Oh, man, I used to be so brutal in the way that I thought about my body. I have these big legs and I don't have ankles and all of these different things like flabby arms, this or that. And I would feel so defeated when I would look in the mirror. And I was so judgmental, so judgmental about everything my butt, my arms, my belly, my legs, my ankles, everything. And I've, trust me, my, my <laughs> there's still much that could be improved about my body, but a huge difference in where I am now compared to where I was then is a shift from judgment to action. I still see things in the mirror that I don't like, But instead of, oh my gosh, that's so awful, or I'm never going to get to where I want to get, it's impossible, this is just, you know, it is what it is, now I think, well, today's an opportunity to get healthier and more fit. What's that going to look like today? It's just very redirective to action, a shift from judgment to action, even a shift from planning to action. Because there was a time in my life where I'd be like, okay, so tomorrow, no sugar, no this, I'm going to make sure to be doing this amount of workouts, blah, blah, blah. No, just, just action today. No drama. I don't have to like it or love it, but I also don't have to dislike it. So today is going to present me with, I don't know, probably at least 100 opportunities to make myself more healthy or less healthy, more fit or less less fit. So what am I going to do with it? A shift from judgment to action and a shift from planning for future to action today. What am I going to do about it today? Another big shift. Oh, I used to be so crazy. I oh, I wish I could have bottled up the way I thought then and air it now because though it would sound insane, I think it would be so relatable. I remember sitting, I remember I had a home office where I lived in North Carolina and I would sit in my home office in my black leather chair and I had this spiral bound notebook and I'd write out a plan of what I was going to eat and what I wasn't going to eat and then I was going to I would write out how much I should be able to lose per week and then how many weeks it would be and then by this date I should be this weight and it was all about what I could do to get results the fastest on Monday, I'm going to be eating this way and I'm going to do this workout on Monday and this workout on Tuesday and on Wednesday, I'm going to do this. And so by this date, I'll be this weight. And it was crazy. Like I almost think now that I I obviously got some sort of rush from that planning. 
but I didn't ever execute these crazy plans. And now what's so different now compared to then is that everything I think of every change or any pattern or habit is how do I make this work for the rest of my life? It's so fun to bake cookies with my son, but I certainly don't want to do it every week for me or for him. I don't even really want to do it once a month for me or for him. I don't want him to always be looking for a treat or a snack. I don't want him to associate food with emotion the way that I did. And I don't want cookies in the house every month. But how do I incorporate that kind of thing? And also, I like cookies in a way that works for the rest of my life. And so then I, I really think about that, like, okay, Thanksgiving, let's bake cookies for Thanksgiving. And maybe that's a thing that Roman and I, and when the twins are older, the girls and Roman and I do on these specific occasions. You know, it's not something that we're always having treats or doing different things like that, but I want it to be something that we enjoy. Ice cream and going out for ice cream. I'm an ice cream girl. If you ever hang around my mom and my sister and I, we're always having conversations about what places have good ice cream and what places have crap ice cream because we all love soft serve ice cream, not hard (laughs) ice cream. And we're super picky about soft serve ice cream. So how do I incorporate ice cream? And my love of ice cream in a way that works for the rest of my life. And my goals are part of that. My fitness goals, my health goals, my goals for how I want to raise my kids. What does that look like? I don't want it to be impulsive. Oh, ice cream sounds good. And then it's on. like I want it to be intentional. I want my relationship with food and with indulgences of all kinds, financial indulgences, alcoholic indulgences, food indulgences. I want them to be intentional and not impulsive. So what does that look like? Pancake breakfasts. My kids love pancakes and my twins are allergic to eggs. And so that's a rotation that I probably make pancakes for them once a week. I don't eat pancakes once a week, but is there a way that I can incorporate that that works for the rest of my life? Alcohol. What does it look like to incorporate alcohol in a way that works for the rest of my life for my goals, but also for my preferences? What does that look like? Seeing things through that lens is so freeing. You know, not seeing exercise from the standpoint of, well, if I do this for this long, I can lose this much weight by this wedding, right? How do I incorporate weight training in a way that works for the rest of my life? How do I incorporate walking in a way that works for the rest of my life? Not just the summer when it's easy to get outside, but all the time. It's it's such a great freedom that comes from saying I can have cookies and I can have ice cream and I can shop on Amazon and I can have vacations, but how can I do it in a way that works for the rest of my life? It's not about 600 lunges a day or crazy high intensity workouts that leave me on the floor wheezing or eating nothing but white fish and egg whites for six weeks to lose 20 pounds. I mean, no. I want it to be for the rest of my life. It's not what's the best way to work out to lose weight the fastest. No, how do I 
what kind of movements do I need to incorporate to be as healthy and energized as possible? I literally had a trainer who told me to do 600 walking lunges a day and I would lose weight really fast. I would also ruin my freaking knees because I weighed over 300 pounds. What kind of movements do I need to incorporate and with what frequency? Because I want to feel amazing and I want to be fit and healthy and strong. I want my knees to feel amazing. I want my back to be free from pain. I want to be strong as hell and I want to be doing push-ups into my 60s and 70s and beyond. I want to eat as much as I can eat without losing weight. I don't want to feel like with every year older I get, I have to eat less, less I put on weight. There's a lot about me that is different. And it all is a result of work that I've done to think about things differently. And it's not just ideas, because when we think differently, it translates into behaving differently. And my finances have transformed over the last 10 years. And my relationship with food has tried, there's like, if there's a word stronger than transformed, we need that for what's happened with my relationship with food and my relationship with exercise over the last 10 years. Whatever's stronger than transformed, that's what has happened. And it's amazing. And it doesn't mean that there aren't days where I could have done better, feel like I should have done better. But the battle part of it is over. And that is so incredible. Before I give away Relief Plus in honor of my husband's birthday, happy birthday, Chris, who doesn't listen, uh, listen to the show, listen to the show. Well, doesn't listen. We'll leave it at that. Uh, Before I give that away, I want to remind you guys that Strong Foundations, my new program with Coach Morgan Bungers, which focuses on getting stronger, building muscle in a way that supports your metabolism and allows you to break free from things like carbohydrate sensitivity, allows you to eat more without gaining weight, improves your shape, your flexibility, your hormone balance, reduces your risk of disease, accounts for your limitations, your circumstances, your age, your mobility challenges. It is now live. Honestly, guys, this should be a two or $3,000 program. And until 1128, it's only $147. I cannot tell you how many times I messaged Morgan while we were putting this together and said, we're insane. This should absolutely be $2,500. Like it should be priced at $2,497. It is $147 for this five-week program that includes includes live coaching from both me and from Morgan. It includes full workout tracks, videos, tips on scaling, on picking weights, on when to know how to uh, progress in your weights, on working with modifications and limitations, measuring progress, nutrition, protein, all of those things. Again, guys, very reasonably, this should be thousands of dollars. It is $147 until $1128. The price goes up on $1128. And even then, it's still insanely affordable uh, for what we are offering. Just go to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. I'll also link that in the show description. And if you 
have any trouble finding it, just message me. But grab your spot. We kick off in January, but you'll be hearing from me and Morgan between now and then for sure, because we've got lots to talk about before we start in January. Go right now, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. You need to take advantage of this. You absolutely need to take advantage of this. This is far and away the best bargain that I have ever put out there. And it's just a huge part of health and longevity and metabolism and body composition. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. The price goes up on 1128. That's November 28th. So head there now. I know it's a holiday weekend if you're listening to this in real time, but do not wait. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow.